This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Welcome back to the DTC pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jay. And today we're going to be talking about e-commerce subscriptions. So we talked about free shipping last week. Today we're covering e-commerce subscriptions. I'm going to be going over some basic guidelines in terms of how you should be setting up your offer, some benefits to provide. We'll also look through some different platforms that you can use to enable subscriptions. And we'll also look into some different types of subscription models as well. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. So before we get started, I want to discuss like a few different types of subscription models that are available. The most common one that you're probably going to be seeing and the one that you might already be using is going to be more so of a replenishment subscription service. So that's the most common one. That's basically, you know, the subscribe and save that you see where, you know, send it to me every one month, two months, three months, six months, however you want to set that up. Most commonly used for food, beverage, beauty, the one that's in the fashion space sometimes. So this might be like a, a secondary one is more of like a curation subscription service. So those are like your stitch fix or any other one of those um, things where, you know, the user is maybe going through a quiz and and you're providing maybe curating those experiences for them. And the last one that's a little bit less common is the access subscription service. And so those are going to be more like italic. You know, we've had Jeremy Kai, who's been on the podcast before, um, who's the founder and CEO of italic. Another option is a Thrive Market. That's a pretty popular one as well. But we don't really see that one too often. The most common one is really going to be that replenishment subscription service. So that's what I'm going to be talking about and covering today. So when talking about a replenishment model, I'm going to take some notes directly from Nick Sharma, who's also been on our podcast as well. And so some of the things that he talks about in terms of running the perfect business for a subscription model is having either high AOV, low frequency of purchase, low AOV, high frequency of purchase, something that might be shipping fairly cheaply, having high margins, something that's going to encourage reuse and uh, repurchase, refilling. And it's pretty easy to also create some exclusives and drops as well. So those are some of the things that he says that are for the perfect business and having some of those things are going to be able to set you up for creating a better subscription model. Now, the reason that some of those things are important, especially the high margin piece is most likely with a subscription model, you're going to have to discount your product. You have to offer some sort of incentive and value really to the person on the other end, the customer and make them think, hey, this is like a really good value that I'm going to get. And that's why I'm going to subscribe and kind of save. So you can't really offer the same offer as you're offering for the full price for a subscription. You've probably seen that on plenty of sites as well. So that's pretty much a given. But having those high margins are basically going to enable you to still be able to make a decent amount of margin on subscriptions. And the great thing about subscriptions is that, you know, if you're able to move more customers, 
to subscription models, you're basically kind of operating like a software business. You're getting repeatable revenue, MRR. You're going to be able to better forecast how much you're going to be able to make. And so that can be really key for hiring decisions, for how much you decide to purchase down the line, a bunch of operational and logistical efficiencies that you're going to be able to create for this by running a subscription model. Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more, all about DTC. Go to trend.io slash podcast. That's T-R-E-N-D dot I-O slash podcast and look for the Slack community link to claim your invite. We hope to see you on there. And so, you know, talking about different ways to kind of incentivize people for a subscription model, there's a few different ways to do it. A discount is probably the most popular one. And you should probably run that as a base level thing. But there's a lot of different ways that you can also have a different offer and include additional offers to get people to subscribe. You're basically when you're getting these people to subscribe, you want to think of them as trying to turn them and enable them into super fans. So not only are they just subscribing to your product, figuring out ways that you can bring them into that stronger knit community, the super fans that you also have. So other subscribers is a great way to be able to continue to grow and pull them in. And so there's a couple of different ways of doing that. You know, you could have exclusive drops, you could have exclusive variations of your product that you only provide to your subscribers first. And so that can be something that you can also put as a value prop on your website. That might be something to be able to pull them in. You know, we already talked about discounts, free shipping as well should probably be something that's definitely included on a subscribe and save. You know, if someone's pulling into a subscription and willing to give you months of revenue, that's something that you should be considering as well, or at least like putting their credit card on file or debit card on file. So that way they can be charged every month. That's something that can really, really do well. And then also some of the other benefits that you can provide for them, like, you know, exclusive access to events, people, maybe there's like a Q&A with the founder, maybe there's a Facebook group, you know, maybe there's an event. I know right now with everything that's going on, events are really less common, but maybe six months down the line, 12 months down the line, you could potentially be throwing an event and potentially having people come or, you know, being able to tour some of your facilities, just some cool ideas, um, and even gifts that you can offer them, right? You have these people's addresses and stuff like that. So that's something to consider as well, you could be adding or giving them something brand new that other first time purchasers or people that aren't doing repeat purchases aren't getting. And so another thing that's really great as well is access to a closed community. And so I think this one's a really underrated play, actually. Um, You know, a lot of people don't really do this. And you know, that could be like Facebook groups, Instagram, close friends, there's a lot of other different community tools that can be leveraged. And even for like trying to create that brand affinity, you know, Reddit might be a really good space for you to be able to do that. And you could give out badges and things like that as well. Discord is starting to become more popular as well. But just wait more ways for your fans to be able to not only interact with you as the brand, 
but also interact with other super fans. The more they can feel like connected to that and feel connected to your growth, the more they're going to put in. And, you know, having those super fans and subscriptions are really big for your business because now you don't really have to go out and acquire those customers. You don't have to pay. Your lifetime value is going up. You're having more repeatable business. And, and the great thing is, too, you can use even some of these segments in customer acquisition as well. Maybe you want to consider experimenting with a group for an ad set with customers that have subscribed to you. Maybe that will hit and find you other people. Maybe the current ads that you're running, maybe you want to exclude subscribers so that way you're not spending precious ad dollars on people that are already purchasing from you repeatedly. So there's a lot of efficiencies that are created from running a subscription type of business as well. So the last thing I want to get to is the different tools that are available. So I know most sites are on Shopify. So a lot of the stuff we will look at are probably going to be Shopify related tools. But do your research. There's a lot of things out there. I highly recommend, you know, tech stack is super important. I think it's also an underrated piece of e-commerce. A lot of people, you know, set up your Shopify store, you'll set up plugins and stuff like that. But really take a look at your tech stack because having the right tech stack can not only save you a lot of time, but it can also increase your revenue. You're talking about things that are already created, automations, plays that are already created. And so you're just basically plugging these into your business. And so that's something you want to consider as well. So a couple of different ones that are really popular over here, taking directly from the Shopify blog, Payroll recurring payments is pretty popular over here. That's one that Shopify recommends. Bold subscriptions, subscriptions by recharge, order group. And then there's this really cool one that I recently learned about as well from Nick Sharma, which is Smarter. And that's Smarter, S-M-A-R-T-R-R. So instead of the E at the end, it's an R. So it's two R's. A lot of new brands are using these and they've put a lot of emphasis onto the backend subscription management portion. And so that might be one that you want to consider as well to check out. But really do consider having a platform that's helping you run subscription because it can be super valuable. Not only are you going to save time, it's going to make sure that your subscription runs pretty much effortlessly. You know, you can integrate with SMS and all of that stuff. And now you can take time from your business and instead of spending it to manage the subscription process and, and maybe have a customer experience that isn't as great, you can take that time and put it back into your business so you can work on, you know, if you're great at marketing, you can work on more marketing things. If you're great at ops, you can spend more time on the operations and logistics, uh, a lot of different ways that you can spend that extra time safe. So don't discount a platform. Those are some of my tips for e-commerce subscriptions. Shout out to Nick Sharma. Shout out to Shopify for some of those awesome tips over there. Highly recommend doing some research on this topic as well. We'll include some additional resources in the show notes as always. You know, it's been great having another episode over here, the DTC pod. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did talking about it. If you did, feel free to drop us a quick rating, subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you next time on the DTC pod. Thank you.